0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now.
1: Because of all of you in this room, you're gonna install 500,000 electric charging
0: stations across America.
2: You, the IBW. <laughs> All right, there's Joe. I mean, he almost stumbled over the numbers. He got it right in the end. I'm Drew Burke. Was this is my show? It's Thursday. It's the final live show of the week, folks. We got booze and banter after this. That was Joe Biden saying that they're going to make 500,000 charging stations. But are they? I mean, let's just be honest. Are they, Joe? That's a tall order. It's a tall order as they hustle to make this policy, to make this the new way of life here in America. But we talked about it being the, the, the new way by 2035 in the EU yesterday. But we've got I, – I, ju- I was just kind of curious. I'm going to go on a little sidebar here for a second. I was kind of curious about it because we, we end up talking about electric vehicles a lot. We might as well just have like an electric vehicle segment. But <clears throat> we've got – as of October of 2022 – we had a little over 3.2 million electric vehicles on the roads in the United States of America. So a growing number, not a huge number, but a growing number certainly, it's probably higher than that now. I mean, we've we've that's what, you know, 4 or 5 months ago. Uh but <clears throat> they want to make these 500,000 charging stations. Obviously, you need that if you're going to go down this this path that they want to go down. So I get the need and the desire for it if that's what they're talking about. But there's 3.2 million you've got people who have got their own chargers that number is going to grow the number of people who have actual electric vehicles is going to grow and then you've got these different levels of chargers so it seems like they're just we continue to be behind right we're behind the eight ball and you look at these chargers and there's a there's a uh, varying degrees of of how they perform there's level 1 that literally can take between 10 and 40 hours to charge your vehicle that's a quite a range right there by the way
0: and what's the hummer remember the video we showed of the hummer the guy was plugged into his house and it was like oh my car will be charged in three days (laughs) yeah i mean
2: so that's 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 what and and obviously there's a there's a a scaling price with all these so you get into the game the low end you better be thinking ahead because you you gotta you you gotta charge the thing for a long time level two uh which starts at twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars is just a few hours they say for a charge time, so you're getting you're getting better, but even so, even so I I'm, with these public ones, you're going to attach a car to it, and it's going to take hours of your time, hours of your time, and there's just not enough of them so i i, I again, pardon my tangent here, but I just was curious as as Joe's saying, we're going to build five hundred thousand of these, and as as certain governors and certainly the federal government would love to force this down on everyone if they could and ban the sale of of gas gas and diesel vehicles but the level 3 only takes 20 to 40 minutes they say but obviously is a lot more expensive and they're not also compatible with all cars again all that to say with this i'm not against electric vehicles i'm not against innovation i just don't see how building 500,000 more charging stations doing this banning this banning that i just i don't see how we're there there is a ton of development there's a ton of of innovation that has to be done if they want to hit these goals by the time periods that they're talking about
0: well yeah and it's and they've got to be in places that are more common like you know most of the time you go to a mall and you see like a tesla charging station and that's fine but if i had a tesla i don't go to the mall that often so i have to go sit in the parking lot to charge my tesla i like i don't have time for that sorry can't do that instead of like you know, when you get a new puppy, like, oh, I can't hang out. I got a new puppy. I got to, you know, I got to let it out. Sorry, can't do that. I got to go charge my car. Yeah,
2: no, it's just. I, and again, I, I I think that there's a sinister desire to push America and, and the rest of the planet towards using electric vehicles. But I don't have a problem with them if they work and the infrastructures there. I have a problem with the other aspect of it. But all that to say, anyways, Biden also had one other nugget of information for us when he was he was there speaking and he said this about the economy gas prices are down a dollar 60
1: gallon they're going to come down further from the peak and inflation is coming down take home pay for workers has gone up over the last several months we got more to do but i'm telling you the biden economic plan is working because y'all
2: <laughs> so we keep hearing this right couple couple obvious problems with this one you're calling it the Biden economic plan? This was not your doing, Joe. You're not in charge of anything. You don't get to make any determinations. It's just, it's funny that you're saying that. But more importantly, the the more important point, and what we keep hearing, is the fact that it's working. It's not. i will I'll leave it up to all of you. I won't even go into further commentary today on this because we talk about it all the damn time. Is it working for you? I think the answer is no. There's polling out there for Republicans and Democrats who are saying they're getting their asses kicked by the economy right now and these policies that have been shoved down upon the American people and and really, in most cases, fabricated problems that we don't need that there's solutions for, ready-made solutions for, if you wanted to find them. They're right there. You just have to find it. You just got to flip the switch. Just flip the switch. Come on. You guys are all into this innovation and, and technology. Just flip the damn switch. I'm being facetious, of course, but it's there's – there's solutions there. There's solutions
0: there. It's not working, Joe, and it's not the Biden economy. Well, when I, I feel like there's why he's calling that is because, like, well, Barry had, you know, the, the, the Biden, the, the Obamacare. Yeah. He had something named after him. I want something named after him.
2: Exactly. That's 100% what this is. I want, I want it to be the Biden economic plan. Okay,
0: if you really want your name attached
2: to it, just understand that it's one of the most disastrous plans in a long time, if not ever. Uh, all right, real quick, just side point. I want to thank the folks on Facebook. I didn't put it anywhere else, but I put out a, a prayer request for a buddy of mine last night. And I tell you what, the response was overwhelming. It was so heartwarming to to see, I think, you know, really, really darn quick, like a 1,000 people coming in saying they were praying. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me, I was talking to my wife about, I was like, this is what social media is supposed to be for, like staying in touch and helping each other it was just really, it, it it was a tender thing. So for those of you on Facebook who did that and are praying, I really appreciate it. I really do from the bottom of my heart. That is, I wish how we used it. I know that even we don't, I'm a hypocrite because we put out stuff and go after people, all of that stuff all the time on the show and on those social media platforms. And that's kind of the business that I'm in. And I don't, I don't like that aspect of it, but but I loved that. That like that made my week. It really just did. And and obviously we all, you know, if you're here, you probably are in alignment with a lot of the values that that I have and, and we have collectively and, and believe in the power of prayer. So I'm I'm praying for it. Um and I appreciate even you guys saying it right now. Okay, real quick, booze and banter today. We'll be over on redvoicemedia.com. It's redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That's where you sign up. Once you sign up, you don't have to go to that link again. You can see it on the screen. The place that you go to watch is redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB, or you can just go find the live player on Red Voice Media, uh, and you'll 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 land yourself there. I'll put the link in the chat one more time for folks who are coming in late. That's where we'll be today for Booze and Banter. Okay. <clears throat> and on that note real quick, there, there, we're always working to, to make that smoother and easier for everyone, so I think there's going to be some good changes in the next several months coming to make that even more streamlined in, in terms of how we tell people where to go, how, where people actually do go. Lots to get into today, including meme tastic. We're going to finish the day, the week, right, with some fun. There's probably some serious ones in there too, but we'll, we'll have some fun with that. We've got some DeSantis stuff to cover, which we're going to get into here in a minute. Nikki Haley calling herself too brown, too female, too conservative, which is kind of its own meme. If, if I'm being honest, I, I, and I don't, I'll tell you right, I don't straight up dislike or hate Nikki Haley, but I'm going to tell you why she's not going to win. Uh, we're going to get into that later then in booze and banter. The FBI and DOJ weaponized to go after Matt Gates. Like Matt Gates, don't like Matt Gates. I think most people do, but they, they went after him in an effort to discredit him, drag him through the mud. It failed. He's been cleared. We're going to talk about how important it is that we don't go down this path, that we don't have organizations that are supposed to be protecting the people going out there and doing this stuff. So we'll get into that. There's some VAC stuff. There's some new data on the vax. There's some new celebs pushing the vax. There's, there's some more COVID stuff we got to hit on, but we can't do that with YouTube and everything else. Uh, so we'll do that in Booze and Banter. Oh, and we've got some other stuff. <clears throat> we always tuck in some other nuggets in, in Booze and Banter, you know, so we'll get into all of that. But let's go to Florida where we are right here. And last year, we had House Bill 1467 that was passed. And the law, we talked about it a ton when it happened. The law bans instru- any instructional materials in the classroom, in school libraries, or on school reading lists that are pornographic or not suited to, stu- uh, to student needs and their ability to comprehend the material presented or is inappropriate for the grade level and age group for which the material is used. The law also gives a parent or parents a say as to what books are in their library. So this all seems fair, right? Seems fair, seems appropriate, seems like the responsible thing to do. Of course, we had the don't say gay pushback, which is not anywhere in the bill. You know, all of this just outrage that came from the left. Again, we went down that. But what's come as a result of that bill passing and DeSantis doing the right thing for our parents, and and guys, it shouldn't matter how you vote, Shouldn't matter any of that stuff. You, you, if, if you see some of the pictures and read some of the stuff that they were
0: trying to get in there, it's it makes me blush. Oh, it, it it was disturbing. I, I remember I woke up one morning. I was looking at my feed, and I t- I was like, "Is this the stuff?" You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" And it, it goes to show that when we were in school, the teachers that were there, they were pushing. They were all about educating. And it was about like getting the educate whatever class they're teaching. That's what they were focused on. The teachers in now that are pushing all this are pushing their own life on the kids. They don't care about education. They clearly don't right. care about education because they're showing it here. They're showing their true colors. And I know that the flag and the colors, and all, but they're really showing it. And the fact that there's pushback, I love it. But the fact that they're up, they're upset that we're pushing back. It's like um, this. This is school. <laughs> this well, isn't it- like. Welcome to the school of, you know, Paul, like whatever his name is, you know, the, the show that they have and all that stuff. Right. Yeah,
2: no, exactly. It's, it, it, it It makes a pretty clear line for sure. But what's happening now is you've got these communist parents, these people who are all about this and organizations, not just individuals who are opposed to the bill. And what they're doing is they're causing chaos by demanding because the parents have a right to say, hey, we don't like this book or that book. They're demanding that benign books be banned to fit the narrative that, that DeSantis is banning books from school libraries. So he was asked about this in a, in a session, this, a Q&A this week, and he was specifically asked about a biography by Roberto Clemente that was recently banned. Here was that exchange.
0: The Department of Education just complained to uh, Duval County yesterday, uh, Sunday about a book, a book about
2: Roberto Clemente being kept off the shelves for months as they reviewed it. They just, that's I mean, politics,
3: though. So. To be honest with you, come on. I mean, we know. Roberto Clemente? I mean, seriously. Uh, that's politics. Uh, I think these school unions are involved with this. Um, I mean, you guys can FOIA some of these communications. I guarantee you, you'll find some of that with the people that are doing it. Uh, so, so that's a joke okay you get something like that about a baseball player first of all i don't think parents are challenging that i think they're doing it unilaterally to try to create an issue Uh, but that can be resolved in in about two minutes to be able to do that and our department of education will be working uh you know very quickly if they need any type of uh, of advice on that but none of these things 99 percent of this stuff it is just is, is manufactured um, it's not what you need to be spending time on uh, we need to spend time on teaching kids the basics and when there are things that are injected that are clearly inappropriate you know make sure that we're we're, we're not doing that it's not um, it's not rocket science and to take months is a joke and we tried to provide I know in the legislation ability of parents you know to to uh, to to be involved in this and I think that's the right thing maybe we need to look at you know if there is some type of challenge they have to respond within 48 hours or something like that because this is not very difficult and I can tell you uh, when you have the books that the parents really uh, are, are concerned about with the inappropriate nobody justifies it nobody justifies it once it's shown we may do an event where we actually show all this stuff and put it on the big board so people can see it there will not be one person that will stand up and say some of this stuff should be in but that's so much different you know having like uh you know young young uh, kids and engaging in sex acts you're going to compare that to a biography of roberto clemente give me a break all right, guys, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. All right, so <clears throat> sound reasoning and
2: rationale there from, from Big D in Florida, no doubt. But what's happening here is, again, I said that the parents under this law have the right to, to make suggestions and or challenge books being in there. And the, it's being, that process is being exploited. The Democrats, they're, they're overwhelming the system by just causing a storm with it. That's I mean it's it's literally exactly what these these parents and these organizations are doing. They're lodging frivolous complaints to force the narrative that books in Florida's public school libraries are being banned and also frustrating school systems librarians having to you know they're making people investigate these things, each one of these complaints. And as always, I give, I give the folks on the left, these communists, they're brilliant at working the system. They figure out ways to force their agenda through the court system, through violence sometimes, through social media, and by overwhelming and collapsing systems. In this case, the public school system, and in this case, particularly right here in Florida. So we can't lose the fact that the whole reason for the laws was to ensure, as I stated earlier, that books containing pornographic materials... We're not in public schools, schools, excuse me. That's as, as Disco was saying earlier, this is the perfect picture of showing how divided our country is. You would think that not having pornographic material in school libraries, including grades third grade and, and below, would be something that both sides could agree on. But in 2023, we've gotten so damn polarized. And it's just not – I mean, they're taking that side. That's, that's where they are. That's what they want. They want to indoctrinate children with this toxic ideology of theirs while also trying to accomplish another mission, which is the whole Operation DeSantis is the new Hitler mission that they've got going because they're scared to death of him. He's, he's a hot politician right now. They don't want him to be president. And one person who actually said, and she didn't slam him, to be clear. I I, I, I don't think there's not really a slamming in this, right, Disco, of, of DeSantis?
0: No, no. no uh, like, you know, I, I have watched it a few times this morning, and it's not necessarily a slam. She's just saying, like, he could be the guy, but not right now. Yeah. That's all That's all. That's all she's saying.
2: Yeah. Well, here's what Sarah Palin um, had to say about Trump and, and the possibility of DeSantis running.
1: But when you talk about the specific people, the individual people who are looking at putting their hat in the ring already, I say, A, they got a lot of guts thinking they're going to go up against Trump, Okay, Because Trump, he proved before, he's going to prove again. He's got the wherewithal, he's got the vision, he's got the record now with good policy showing what he can produce for America. He's got the guts. He's got that attitude of, got nothing else to lose, man. What more can they do for us? I'm going to fight for what's right, because what else can they do to me? It takes a lot of guts to go up against something like that. And, um, you know, I think uh, that uh, Trump, but, you, you know, for him, it's going to be the more the merrier.
0: Mm-hmm. Does he think DeSantis jumps in?
1: DeSantis doesn't need to he I envision him as our president someday but but not right now everybody I speak with it in Florida they all love him and he does set the tone for I'd say every other governor in the nation I think he's our best governor and he should stay governor for a bit longer he's young you know he he has he has decades ahead of him where he can be our yeah, president tri-
2: so that's her take the interesting take right I mean she obviously Sarah's 100 percent in the Trump re-election camp um Thinks that he should have been reelected. I think a lot of us agree with that. Got that he's got unfinished business. Deserves a second term. I think there's a lot of things you can agree with there. Uh, and a lot of a lot of people are coming alongside of her to that to make that argument. And again, I don't think that they're wrong. I'm not an anti-Trump guy, as you know, but but I, I think it's interesting, like DeSantis is on fire right now. And you and you kind of do you've got a lot of momentum and you don't always get to keep that. Like just because he has momentum now does not mean he would have momentum in twenty twenty eight. So I, I and I'm torn. I want the dude to stay governor of Florida because he's killing it here. He's killing it here, and he's setting the bar, and at the end of the day, the state has a lot of power. But <clears throat> it, it, it's just an interesting take. This argument's gonna be big and, and my main thing I tell everyone, and I and I hope people listen on this, if you listen to nothing else, don't let the debate over DeSantis or Trump splinter and fracture the republican party it's already it's already happening and then we've got the the establishment types and the rhinos over here too who are who are who are tearing us apart as well but we can't let that happen that's the one thing that we can't have whether whether desantis runs now runs in 28 or never runs that can't happen but it is it is we'll see we'll see what happens with it it was just wanted to play that let's get to question of the day And it has to do with this. I'm taking them out. I'm taking DeSantis and I'm taking Trump out of the running. We're going to talk about Nikki Haley here in a second. If you had only two choices, your only two choices were Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo for GOP nominee, who would you choose? That's all you get in this hypothetical scenario. Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo, send in your responses. We'll give you our answers, too. We'll get into some conversation about Nikki Haley who's trying to really get her campaign up and running Uh, all that's coming up on the other side of the break stick around
0: looks like you've been sleeping well
2: Megan he's back
0: Were you surprised by that, Bob? I was. I have. I don't feel. Like it <laughs> caught me off guard. I was like, what is this? Uh, uh, on the return, I see him go.
2: This. <laughs> yeah. I caught me. Off. I mean, I can be caught off guard. It can. It it's can a happen. New
0: one. I like to make new things.
2: Yeah. You
3: know, surprises. That's you know, good.
2: I like surprises yeah. too. I. I. I do. Uh, all right. Let's get to those responses. I put you. Cobra saying stupid question. Neither will win. I. Of course, that's the point of the question. I, I'm not suggesting that either has a shot in hell. In fact, I'm going to talk about in just a second here how Nikki Haley has no chance in hell of winning. But like yesterday, you had to choose between spending time with Lindsey Graham or Lindsey Lohan. We put you in tough spots here sometimes. So you had to choose. The question of the day was if you only had two choices, they were the only ones running, and it was Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo. Who would you choose? Amy from uh, Indiana comes in saying Haley. So does Carolyn. Scott says Haley as well. (laughs) Wow, Drew, I thought we were friends, LOL. Uh, Pompeo says June. Shirley says, I will not vote for Haley. I get that. I'm not anticipating that really anyone here will. But um, Barb says Pompeo. Jill says Pompeo. Lola Big Cup says Pompeo. Love that name. Texas Panhandle Patriot, Pompeo. Nikki Haley, Pompeo just doesn't bring the energy. Wow, tough, probably Pompeo. I don't know enough about either one of them, says Judy. Okay, Nikki is too wishy-washy, says Jill. Trying to see what other ones are coming in here. So uh, it's it's pretty even. I feel like Pompeo maybe jumped to the top there towards the end, though.
0: Yeah. Now, real quick, because okay. I know this morning the chat and stuff was down, and even yesterday there was some chat problems in Rumble. But have th- are the names always different colors, or am I just, like, is no. my No, no that's, that's new, new right? right? Yeah, that, okay. that was distracting me <laughs> earlier, was too. Like, I'm like, I- am I seeing color for the first time, or or did this change? Like, <laughs> it's
2: just, Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: you mean you shouldn't
2: see color? Yeah, that just that makes you racist, Disco. But I'm seeing color too, so I guess I am as well. Oh, okay,
0: all right. Um, well, I, I would have to go with Pompeo. I mean, he got stuff done, you know, when he when he was under under Trump. You know, he was getting stuff done. Uh, I would have to say Pompeo. I'd like to see him.
2: Yeah. Oh, I I well, I wouldn't like to see him. I I don't want either of these two. Um, yeah, I'm but, I'm
0: just saying out of this scenario.
2: Right in this scenario. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I think I'd probably go Pompeo too. I think that it's um, it's a tough call. I don't think either are great answers, but he's got the experience with world leaders, you know, being both on this, you know, CIA director side and then the, the State Department side. The State Department, to his credit, I think he is a more of an establishment type. But to his credit, when he was running the State Department, the State Department had more balls than it ever has. Uh, and, and once again, it's back to being a weak and feckless organization. So. So I'll, I, I, you got to give credit where credit's due. He did a good job there, um, so i got to go with him. Hey, Ginger. Ginger, question. You only get to choose between Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo. Who would you go with? Let us know. Uh, all right, <clears throat> let's get into Nikki Haley and kind of talk about this some more here. Hit that like button, guys, whichever platform you're on, by the way. Uh, Cindy says Mike Pompeo. But hit that like button, make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you are on. We're grateful that you're here and engaging and spending some time with us today. We'll be over on Red Voice Media for Booze and Banter right after the show. Lots to get into over there as well. But during a campaign speech yesterday, Nikki Haley dove headfirst into identity politics. I'll be honest, I didn't see this particular move coming, but she said this.
1: I'm more confident than ever that we can make this vision real in our time. Because that's what I've seen my entire life. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, I saw the promise of America unfold before me. As the proud wife of a combat veteran, I saw our people's deep love of... All
2: right, so listen, I don't like it. I don't like it. The, 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 the intent of today, this, this segment that we're getting into right now, and then we're going to go into meme tastic and have some fun. It's not just to totally beat up on Nikki Haley. I don't have like I don't want to just go after her completely. I just don't think she's the girl. I don't think she's the person for the job. I think she's more of an establishment person. That's kind of the one off off the top here. But people who talk about their race, especially as a you know, in in the the political realm, that's just so lame. Like I don't get it. I just don't get that at all. I mean, I, I do, I understand what they're doing, but I don't I don't get why they would do it. The fact that she's mentioning it means that Nikki thinks she looks too white and she does and people won't know that she's a minority so she's got to keep saying it now. She's trying to reinforce the fact that she's a female republican that's not white in an attempt to gain you know gain support with with other you know other voters. But it's just it's it's it, obviously we talk about it every election cycle, but identity politics is such a gross anti-american charade that just further divides our country puts people in all these bins. It's just sadly the era that we live in. But she's running for the most powerful, let's let's say what used to be the most powerful office in the world. So I guess you've got to pull out all the stops, and that's what she and her team are, are thinking about. So she, she's bringing up this and trying to draw attention to her racial identity.
0: Yeah, and regardless of ethnicity and skin tone and all that stuff, for whatever reason, when she was giving that speech i was thinking about the the texas seniors who like go out and they do like the the thing where they say what college you are going to they you ever seen those videos no well here's a guy that's making fun of him i just this is what i saw when she was saying all this stuff my name is madison
1: blackman i'm going to texas so christian
3: university my name is Madison Blackman. I'm going to Texas Christian University. What the
0: hell was that? So apparently, it's a tradition that in Texas, when you graduate, you the girls say their name and what college you're going to, and then they do like the call sign or whatever. You know, like go
2: hook 'em horns. Or, yeah. Okay. Oh right. yeah.
0: Whatever it is. But <laughs> the thing is, is that guy he's got some great ones because every year they do it, he's there doing his own version of it and there's there was one i watched today i, I laughed way too hard and i thought oh man i'm going to hell like <laughs> <it was bad. laughs> but that's what she was talking i don't know why that's all i saw was that and i was like i, I don't know i gotta bring it up because it just she's trying to be relatable but that's what i'm seeing i mean yeah <laughs> you know like and that's it you know it's like stop like you're just making noise Nikki. you're just making noise yeah so <laughs>
2: Um, well, she is just making noise, and she threw out some red meat there, too. She threw out some talking points to the crowd that we all could probably agree with. they're They're not things that I think that she necessarily would go through with or actually believes. But she said this to her supporters.
1: In the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. <laughs> We'll have term limits for Congress and mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over seventy-five years old.
0: All right, Go Bobcats. No, sir.
2: <laughs> so, I, I mean, look, I think most Americans would agree on term limits for senators and and representatives in the House. And and ten years ago, you maybe probably not, but maybe you could have even gotten some Democrats to agree to term limits. But now we're in the era where where Republicans push for term limits, and the more that we do it, which we have, and people keep talking about it. She mentioned it there again. I think it's just a soundbite from her. But there's people in the House who are pushing for it, and the more that we do that, the more hardened Democrats become and push back, mostly just out of spite because that's that's the world we live in now. But the House. And the Senate, mainly the Senate, is is where the real power in this country lies. Every four years, our country's divided, up in arms over the presidency, in which obviously has term limits. But meantime, you've got these other folks. I mean, Pelosi's been raking in hundreds of millions of dollars. She's been here since the Civil War. I mean, you've got these people who have been around forever. Her seat's never in jeopardy. Look at Debbie Dingell, if you're not familiar with Debbie Dingell. So her husband, John, she took over. When her husband, John, passed away in 2015, John had the seat from 1955 and before John, his dad had the seat when it was originally established back in 1932. There's been a dingle in that seat for 91 years. That's crazy. And all these people, again, you look at what they make on their salary. You look at what they had in terms of their net worth going in and, and that what they have leaving and 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 that's obviously criminal in my book but what's even more detrimental than all that is all the stuff that they do to this country all the harm that they do to this country during the time that they're in there but back to back to Nikki's soundbite she went on to talk about cognitive tests for politicians over the age of 75 i think you could argue it's it's it, there's there's people who need it younger than 75 too but that's, again, something that makes sense on the surface, especially when there's someone who's sitting in that office with their hand on the, the, the nuclear football. But, you know, how are you going to do that? How are you going to sit there and say, I guess the bigger question is, how are we going to trust the report? because i mean they're saying right now joe and his team right now are saying yep he's fit he's fit to do the job he's 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 cognitively sound he's with it i don't i don't i don't i don't think anything is is ever going to be trusted again from from the government and i don't i don't know that it matters who's who's in power in terms of which political party it is
0: well like well like i had said before you know you know if there was a physical that Biden had to go through before even getting the becoming the 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 main part on the ticket for the Democrats, there's no doctor that would have said no, oh, he's not fit. <laughs> because they would have they would have lost they, they would have lost their license. They they would have been thrown through the mud through the Democrats because of that. Because you know he wouldn't have passed any of those tests. We all know we and we see the results of it now. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we see it every yeah. day. You know, and so it's. It is, but it's the same thing for, for, you know, for you too, like your field, you probably had to go through some tests and there was probably some times where you may not have been cleared for duty, but you had to get the job done and your, and your boss knew that you had to get the job done, you know, and so it's like, <laughs> okay, well, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. And so, but it, and even here too, I like, I would, you tr- I wouldn't trust the test and we can't even trust the election, let alone a, a physical
2: yeah, no, I, 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 that's, and exactly that's the point. So, you know, one, Nikki, I don't think is going to really push for that stuff because she is more of an establishment type. She goes where the crowd goes, where she thinks that people want her to be. And two, it doesn't matter because the you know the doc is always on your team, anyways. They're going to say what 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 they want you to hear.
0: Don't but worry, the, he's going to get a big bonus at Christmas, and everything's going to be fine.
2: <laughs> but the title today talks about how Nikki can't win. So let's discuss that some more. I just I, I want to touch on that. And and again for the record, I don't want to sit here and say that her career has been an utter failure because she does on paper. She's got some strong resume points, but she's not in line with the where the conservative movement is now, where it's going. She's just not there. And she's got plenty of other things she's done, other strategies, whether policy or PR that haven't worked in the past. You look at we talked about this back in uh was this November I think it was? Whenever, yeah, November, like that. December, but <clears throat> she had this event, and you can slap it up here, and it's the Ask a Woman leadership lessons from Ambassador Nikki Haley. This is where we, I first saw the two brown, two female, two conservative from her, which again I think is just hilarious. But but it's mandatory that people were vaccinated, and again, this was just months ago. It was mandatory, or was this maybe it was twenty twenty one? But either way
0: yeah i think it was can't it
2: doesn't matter it doesn't matter she she held this event and it was mandatory that people were vaxxed to come hear her speak and of course her and her surrogates are going to claim well it was the venue the venue had the policy right so they're they're pinning it all on that but but here's the deal as i said back then when this when this first happened know your audience know the voter and find a new place. For the love of God, it's not that hard. You're going to ask me to do that? That's going to, kill, that's going to kill my credibility with the people that I'm going to talk to. We've got to do it somewhere else. She also supported Bubba Wallace. Picked the wrong race hoax to, to weigh in on. She tweeted this after the 2020 racial grievance marathon that we all went through. Remember, 20 FBI agents were sent to investigate a pull rope in a garage. And she jumped the gun on that virtue signal. A real leader, a smart person, sits back and waits for the investigation to conclude before they weigh in on a subject. But that's not the world we live in. And it says, we should all stand with Bubba Wallace today against the cowards who secretly put the noose in his garage stall. Watch your back, cowards. Bubba has a bigger army than you do. Hashtag hate won't win. Hashtag we stand with Bubba. So a pathetic PR move, this tweet was, to draw attention to herself and regain some kind of relevance. It failed. Then another mistake she made is back on April 12th, yeah, April 12th of 2021, she said, I would not run for president if President Trump ran, and I would talk to him about it. Well, I guess she changed her mind, but she did make that statement. She did make that promise which leads me to, you know, well, it probably leads me to a lot of questions, but what's her real motivation for jumping into this race? My opinion is that she was tapped by some old school happy losers of the GOP like Rhonda McDaniel to campaign against Trump, damage him so badly that he won't be the nominee. And in a world of victimhood, Nikki's, you could argue, ideal for that role female woman of color, which I still just, it doesn't sound right to me. I'm not saying that her heritage is not her heritage, but I just don't see her that way. Anyways, doesn't matter. But a female w- woman of color can't be criticized because that, that criticism will be viewed as racist or misogynistic or whatever else they want. She's also a lot more palatable than a, a Liz Cheney, for example, if you're going to use someone like that to try and siphon away votes from Trump. She's also a lot smarter and better at her job than, than Liz Cheney. That's a, a low bar. I get it. But she's a more formidable female opponent to go up against Trump in the debates and in the primaries. Again, I'm not saying she stands a chance. But if, if that's, if, if that, that, to me, is some of the reasoning and ideas on, on, on what she might be doing here. But after January 6th, not only did she say she wouldn't run if he was doing it, but after January 6th, she was one of those Republican voices who blamed Trump for the riot. She turned on him very quickly. After the comments, too, that you know Trump had said uh, about Pence that Pence is going to have to come through for us, and if he doesn't, that will be a sad day for our country because you're sworn to uphold our Constitution. Haley said Trump has lost any sort of political viability he was going to have and predicted he would not run again. She also said, I don't think he's going to be in the picture he's fallen so far. She's also someone who, in the aftermath of the church shooting in Charleston, South Carolina, signed a bill that banned the Confederate flag on Capitol grounds, not a a move that went over well in the South. It was an empty PR move to make it look like she was doing something to condemn white supremacy, appease race hustlers like the Al Sharptons of the world. But the thing is, it's gonna. I mean, and I'm curious, by the way, to see how the the mainstream media, of course, most of which is is hard left, to see what kind of narrative they push with her, and if they decide to elevate her as this moderate Republican, or if they go after her and savage her. I think that they're gonna be kind to her. We'll see. I might be wrong. But if she gains momentum. <clears throat> And I don't think she really will. But if she does, she'll be the new face of of white supremacy by the left because they hate anything that's not them. Again, I think that they're going to say, hey, this is not Trump. They've got a reasonable person over here, a person who will play by our rules, by the way. So let's prop her up and try and go after Trump. Because that's all that. I mean, he's he's they spend so much time focused on on Trump, anything they can do to take him down. My bottom line, though, with all of this, I mean, we show, share some examples there and some stupid things she's done because she always wants to be with the in crowd. She wants to, to be where the crowd is going and, and, and is willing to do anything or say anything to have those people behind her. But the America First crowd is strong right now. There's changes happening in our party, good changes. We got a lot of work to do, a ton. But there's good changes happening, and she is seen as a rhino. She's seen as an establishment type. She's seen as someone who goes with the crowd. And you simply cannot win on that anymore. Again, we could say, we're not sure, and I I would be the first to tell you that. I'm not certain that we can win an election, a major election, moving forward anyways. But you certainly can't win the GOP nomination being this type. Those days are just long gone. Long gone. Amy says, 30 years from now, they'll still be blaming Trump. Oh, hell yeah, they will. Absolutely. All right, let's... How many... Do we have a decent amount... got a decent amount of memes. Let's let's skip this break. Let's get right into that. I think I think it's time. Let's finish the week. Get a little less serious. Let's do that's meme tastic.
1: That's That's meme tastic. That's
0: meme tastic.
2: We should do that one more time. (laughs) All right. Um. Exactly. Brian Pace says Trump's a good man. When you call a good man out, he will retaliate. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, I don't, people shouldn't sit back and just take it. The GOP and the Republican Party and people who support that have done that for far too long in this country, and that's how we got here. Uh, all right. Let's now let me just.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to say real quick two things. One, okay. thank you everyone for letting us know that it's freezing on Rumble. It's actually only Drew's rumble. The red voice rumbles running fine. I don't know why, but we you know we're <laughs> we're getting through the glitches. But also, I'm proud of you, Drew, for not laughing by saying "dingle" that many times in a row earlier. Thank yeah, you. you, you yeah, I mean, jumped. it took a lot of. <laughs>
2: it I was took like, a lot of. He's got to say
0: a joke. He's got to say something, and you didn't. And there was even one written in there, and you skipped it. So I I'm skipped it. it. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I. I can be a grown man every once in a while. I can, I can do it. I can okay. do it. I probably won't sure. booze and banter, but um, <laughs> okay. So I gotta tell you, I didn't. You know, I don't make these memes. We make some memes sometimes, but there are a couple that might be offensive to you uh, today. You, you know that I like you and respect you, but I also, you know, I don't, I, if if you get offended by some of these, then I, I'm sorry. Um,
0: On the rights to these. So yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So let's, um, let's start with this one.
0: Um, oh, should I change? Should I start with a different one out the gate, or do you want this one? Out just the gate? let's
2: just get them out. Let's rip the bandaid off. <laughs> Can you read Yikes. it? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've got a, got a leftist protester with an LGBT. For those of you in the podcast listening on the podcast, we've got a leftist LGBT person. Um,
0: it looks like she's wearing like a Hogwarts um, robe
2: yeah who's just just straight funny. up her her it's got all the the rainbow flags on there and says, "My pussy is open for refugees that's wow um we didn't, that's something We, didn't
0: create it. we were just, yep we were just let's let's
2: lawn. move on from it Well here's the reason I put it on. Here's the reason I agreed to do it is because obviously it's coarse but but that's that's like the logic that some of these people have That woman chose that day to put that sign on. Walk out the front door and be like, "Yeah!" Like there was no second glance in the mirror by the, the the door on the way out and be like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't do this." They're they're just that straight up crazy.
0: And then Mudcat said, and they ripped Trump for grabbing them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay.
2: This is, I think, the last of the coarse ones. Um, we
0: have two coarse ones. We should have like a like. Not Once safe for work. A real dirty meme test. <laughs> dirty meme test.
2: We'll do that. We'll do that um, behind the paywall over on Red Voice sometime.
0: And then the voiceover is Shafi saying, we should not do this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is AOC. A lot of guys would really like to F her brains out. Okay, again, we didn't make this. It must be so disappointing when they hear her talk and realize someone already did. I thought that was a clever clever punchline. Um, all right, let's class it up a little bit. <clears throat> Things to do... In Ohio, it shows a picture of East Palestine, and it's just one, just one thing, and it's leave.
0: Leave. All right. What else we got? I've sp- I've spread out the uh the East Palestine so it wasn't like all in one. Area. Okay,
2: just seeing. let's do it. We got Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood made fifteen westerns.
0: Never killed a cameraman. That's true. It did. Well, they also had different standards back then when it came to film. You actually couldn't show a gun firing on camera, pointing at the camera. It was always from the backside then you'd see it fire. There was a lot of cha- like rules that you weren't all- you weren't allowed to film it a certain way, hmm. and that changed obviously. And now we have like slow motion footage of the bullet leaving oh, right. you know, the chamber and every you know it's like the Alec whole Baldwin
2: so- murdering people, yeah. all sort yeah yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, it escalated really quick. It did. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Elon sh- <laughs> Elon shared this one, and it's <laughs> I so guess it's th-
0: the Earth, and on one end is Stonehenge, and you see it sticking out, and then Easter Island on the other side. But inside the Earth is the body of the statue, and then there's. <laughs> An erect Washington monument <laughs> that is... <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe
2: that's what's actually going on. I mean, we don't know. None of us have been to the core of the earth. It could be that big guy who's well, who's given know, us they, all sorts of structures.
0: They found the bottom of the Easter uh, Island heads and, and everything and show that there's more to it. It doesn't go that deep, but hey, <laughs> you know, it's a fun thing to imagine, right? We can imagine it, right? Yeah. For this all you is, people who love seeing Hillary Clinton...
2: Yes, and this, and it's an old one, but someone put some 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 new terms on the bottom, some new stuff. And if I'm indicted, I'll take half a DC with me, Hillary, Biden, Clinton, and someone put, okay, your terms are acceptable, exactly. So that one's not necessarily <laughs> funny. That would just be great. It would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, It'd be no, good would for actually- our country. I <laughs> I thought this was great. I, this is not a meme. That someone's either being sarcastic back or being serious back. Either way, it's hilarious. But. But this girl's asking, do men still open car doors? Of course, referring to chivalry, and you should. And Xavier, or Javier, however you say it, responds, how do you think we get inside? Like, we need to connect him with AOC. Those two are like two peas in a pot.
0: Uh, but it's, it is funny. There are times when, you know, my wife and I would go on and dates, open the car door for her, the door to the restaurant, pull out the chair for her at dinner. When she comes back, I stand up before she sits down, all that stuff. And there was one time there was this old couple that came up, and they were like, "We we haven't seen, you know, like we thought we were the only two people." I was like, well, I don't know, this how I was raised. It's, yeah, you know, but they don't teach, they're not teaching that anymore. The parents are missing, missing it, you know. And my girls are young, and I'm trying to instill those things in them now, like, I like I open the door for them. I, you know, all these different things. And it's like I want them to see that in someone right. when they get old enough. My fear is. <laughs> there's going to be no one that does it there's not because no, no one's because no one's teaching it
2: anymore no exactly exactly uh that's all right me. here we go here's the founding fathers here's the first amendment
0: and if they've if they fuck with that here's the second amendment
2: i love it uh, i love
0: it uh, i that's actually um we found out that's verbatim for like what they said in most, yeah but it's just yeah we, we
2: there was recordings of that meeting and we just discovered them the minute the minutes the yeah. minutes <laughs> uh hey hey dave over on youtube glad you're here um all right this one's a fake headline u.s facing shortage of conspiracy theories as all of them have come true i mean that's like an snl <laughs> bit right there uh it's it's totally true so true
0: uh, you sent this was the last uh, minute one you submitted. Yeah. Or you sent me.
2: Well, remember when they, because we've talked about they're you know, they want to ban gas stoves in America, which is absolutely ludicrous. But they, they're saying that they're bad for the environment. And then they show the picture from above of what's happening right now in East Palestine, Ohio. Totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine for the environment. No big deal. And literally. You can drink the water. It's fine. They're treating it like it's no big deal. It's, it's categorically absurd
0: then this one i brought in last minute and i just uh it's something that i actually stand by i love football football's fun to watch and everything but still they always say like world champions but congr- congratulations the united states on remaining undefeated in super bowl 50 50- 57 and zero. <laughs> yeah all just, the super you know, bowls
2: and- you know back-to-back world war champs we got some yeah. we got some good stuff yeah good stuff all right how many more have we got that's it that's I'm it done now. yeah we're done now okay well here's what we're gonna do folks it's the last booze and banter of the week you need to come over and have a drink with us let's do it let's finish this this week off right that's certainly where we're gonna be we're gonna go to redvoicemedia.com and we're gonna be in the live section there the premium live section if you haven't signed up it's really easy i just put it in the chat again you go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash drew crew you can try it for a dollar you can, you can try it for a dollar and come hang out and have some drinks with us. We'll get Tom in there. we got a lot of stories to get into. Once you've signed up, go to the live player on Red Voice Media or go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. We hope you have a great weekend. If you can't make it, be safe, be smart, be
1: free.
0: You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.